0: Chasing goodness podcast. Happy holidays. I'm your host, Matt Kinzara. Great to be with you as always. This marks our second of what will be five Advent podcasts. So what I'm doing is I'm actually giving you the audio from the Advent experience that my wife Susie and I are doing. If you're wondering what's the Advent experience, well, just go to mattkinzara.com and maybe think about signing up today. What it is, is it's a video that you get every week of Advent that highlights the the topic of the day. So the first one was all about hope. Today, we're gonna to talk about faith and then there'll be three more moving into the future. It's just $25, one time, covers all of it. And you can do it by yourself, do it with your family, do it with friends whatever works for you, just a great way to get our focus on this holiday season and really have some time to think about it. And so what the Advent experience is, if you get the whole shebang, if you sign up for it, is there's going to be some music and what you're hearing in the background of this right now is one of the songs that's on for this coming week on faith and then we do a guided reflection time where we take the topic and we talk about it for about 15 minutes and then there's some questions for you to reflect on whether again you're doing that by yourself or if you're doing it with a group of people and then some music behind that as we close as well everything's downloadable so there's a devotion that goes along with it that you can download as well so what I'm going to share with you today is again just the audio clip from the guided reflection time. And so if it piques your interest, it, if it piques your interest, if it's something you think you might be interested in, it's okay that you missed the first one because if you sign up today, I'll make sure that I send you the one from the previous week as well. You'll have access to the whole deal. So again, just go to matkenzer.com and sign up today for that if you're interested. Also, getting awfully close to Christmas here and if you're still wondering what you're going to get that person who's maybe rethinking their faith maybe is that person that thinks a little differently about faith than the average bear well Bring It Home came out in November that's my first book and the tagline is The Adventure of Finding Yourself After Being Lost in Religion if you go to mattkinzara.com there's a link that will get you to where you need to go to purchase that book as well
1: you are the morning star Lights are everywhere, no matter where we are, you knew of our today. You are the morning star, the lights are everywhere.
0: No Week two on faith actually has two Bible verses. The first one's going to be found in Matthew chapter one, verse 20, and the second one's going to be found in the book of Luke, chapter one, verse 35.
2: All right, here we go. Matthew 1, verse 20 reads, As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And then we turn over to Luke 35. It says, well, it was Luke 1, 35, for those of you reading along. It says, the angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God.
0: So this idea of Christmas, the idea of, like we talked about last week, the idea of divinity and humanity coming together, it's like, when you think about it, it's a little bit crazy, right? And so <laughs> it takes concept. it takes a fair amount of faith just to believe what we say we believe surrounding the holiday of Christmas and really what faith is is we're believing in something that we've been told about, we read about, but it's not something that we personally experienced ourselves. And so Christmas takes a lot of faith, I would, I think we would say that life in general just takes a fair amount of space. Susie and I have so many stories that have required faith and where faith has shown up and that's not to toot our own horn. I think it's just because we've lived really I
2: mean, Interesting and good lives. And praise God, he's good and it's yeah. helped us through. I can remember one time specifically we just kept getting tickets. Like huh. we were really young in our yeah. in our marriage and it was like speeding tickets, parking tickets,
0: it just felt like they were out to get us.
2: Well, and our insurance did drop us. That well, was, yeah. Right? So we
0: we had so many tickets and so many little fender benders and things like this. First year of marriage. Yeah. yeah, and so we got married young. We were in our early twenties, yeah. And so here we are, these young young kids. You know, I'm still in college. Susie is trying to hold down the fort by working full time. We have like no money. My parents are still supporting us like monthly sending us a check. And then we keep getting these tickets and we can't afford them. And then we get a call from our insurance company and they're like, I'm sorry, we can't insure you anymore. You have to get this high risk insurance. So we're like paying through the nose for insurance. And
2: I think the straw that broke the camel's back for like the tear flood to start happening for me was we were on our way home from a band rehearsal and we hit a deal. Like it was that time of year, this time of year where the deer are just rampant and they're always like out. So you got to beware. And so I was just bawling. I was like, oh, my gosh, why won't this just stop? Like this just needs to stop. And so the next morning we woke up and um, we like to pray together a lot as a couple. I'm like, can we please just pray that God protects us from ever getting in accidents and having tickets again? And like, let's just ask him. For help in this area, yeah, like can, why aren't we asking right. God for help? Like
0: you can probably relate to that, right? Where you've had maybe not, maybe you're not as bad of drivers as Susie and I were <laughs> back then, but you can probably relate on some level, right? Where there's something in your life where you're like, I just can't get through this boundary that's in front of me, and you're oh, praying or you're crying out to, to God or you're crying. Period. You're like, oh, we gotta, we gotta do something. Well, and it
2: was like the last resort. We're like, why don't we pray? <laughs>
0: I yeah, didn't think about it earlier so
2: anyway we we prayed that morning and I was getting ready to go meet a friend in the cities for lunch and so I'm out on the road and I'm driving and it's a beautiful clear day and just having a good day and then all of a sudden I'm in the left lane there's this lady in my right lane and she starts coming over and I was like Oh my gosh she doesn't even see me i'm right here i'm right here (laughs) and so i just like i'm just gonna lay on my horn i'm about to get in a car accident i see it all coming in slow motion and i lay on my horn and it startles her and she goes she actually did like a 180 but she was fine there were no accidents but it was my heart was just racing it was racing it was racing and then it dawned on me that car was my mom's car that she handed down to Matt and I. It was an Oldsmobile. And the horn, I just remember, was so loud. It sounded like a trumpet almost, like a, just a really beautiful trumpet sound. And like it dawned on me, I was like, this horn has never worked in the car. It has never, ever worked in this car. Since
0: the day we owned the car, I'm sure it worked when your mom had it, but when we had the car, yeah. You know, safety was not priority, apparently, but the horn never worked. And so I remember having that conversation in our little house and you're like, the horn has never worked. And the first thing we did is not like, oh, praise God, it worked at one time. Like We ran out to the yeah. car to try to, to make it. the horn work. We're
2: like, you, maybe it does work. And didn't, it didn't
0: work. It, hasn't, did. it didn't, it literally worked yeah. one time, never worked again from when we had yeah. the car. And that's like just one story of kind of a miraculous yeah. thing that happened in it our life.
2: It sounded like a trumpet from heaven. It really did. It even startled me. Like when I lay, but I was startled because everything that was happening. But yeah. I do remember thinking, wow, that was really loud.
0: So we just had this moment and this was, I mean, what a small mundane thing, right? Worried about your insurance going up, worried about your car safety or not getting tickets. So we pray but about just it. Just faith. Just like, believe ugh, that something. Something good's going to happen. And then it did. And really from that moment, Ever since, things have been way better. Now We
2: haven't had an accident. We haven't that, had a ticket. That
0: being that said, now we have children who have their driver's <laughs> license. And that's we a whole different story. Them. Yeah, Why more, are we We over need them? some more faith with our kids, which we'll get into in a little way. Yeah. Now let's bring this back to the Christmas story, the Advent story. Mm-hmm. Think about Mary and Joseph. Think about the faith. You know, we talk about needing faith to just believe in the Christmas story. Imagine an angel comes to you and says you're going to birth the Savior of the world. Imagine the amount of faith that that took for Mary and Joseph to simply accept that. And I think, you know, the the angel comes to both of them. And, of course, like angels tended to do, they would always say, do not be afraid, right? And one of the reasons my understanding that angels would say that is angels at least from a biblical standpoint are like these really intimidating beings and so i always used to have this thought that okay they probably said don't be afraid because there was these big crazy celestial beings in front of them which is probably true but they're i also think they're
2: glowing yeah in my mind they're glowing <laughs> they yeah they're
0: glowing. maybe have like a sword or something yeah. i don't know but in or it's this in situation their in this situation I think maybe they were saying don't be afraid because I'm about to tell you something that's going to be pretty scary that I'm going to that that God's desiring you to do. I
2: can't even imagine being a young lady. I mean I was freaked out to get my, you know, driver's license back when I was 16. I can't imagine someone telling me at 14, 15, 16, you're going to have a baby. Like, and not only
0: somebody, but like Like the
2: savior of the world, angels
0: (laughs) coming to tell you that you're going to birth like the savior that people have been waiting for for years and years and years. It's
2: really mind blowing.
0: Now, the interesting thing about this story, and actually, Susie, you picked this out when when we were reading about this earlier. When we look at mary and when we look at joseph when we look at elizabeth and zachariah one of the constants is not just the angels showing up but also a representation that the holy spirit is upon them and it says it different ways with all of Mm -hmm. them but isn't that interesting that they're asked not to be afraid this big thing is kind of placed upon Mm -hmm. them that will require an immense amount of faith and then the follow-up is the holy spirit Spirit is with with you or you're filled with the holy spirit And as I was thinking about that, in the midst of difficult times, whether it's a ridiculous situation with your vehicles, whether it's your kids, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a health-related thing, in the midst of challenging situations or situations that require a great amount of faith, it's also important to know that the Holy Spirit represents comfort. Mm -hmm. And so when we think about a scary situation like Mary and Joseph, or we think about our own stories, whatever any of us may be going through right now, when we think about them, maybe our heart rate speeds up a little bit. Maybe we're thinking we really do need to trust God to help us through this situation. And as we're thinking, if that's even possible to trust God in that way, it's important to remember that as we trust God, Mm -hmm. then there's going to be a sense of comfort that comes with that which is such a such a different way to think about faith a lot of times when i think about faith i think okay you got to like hold on for dear life. And I always think about Indiana Jones. Remember that one where he steps off the cliff and the, the bridge doesn't show up until he takes a step forward. That's how I think. And then he gets the
2: confidence after that to keep moving forward.
0: Yeah. And then he feels comfortable with each next step. Shout out to Indiana Jones. I
2: think that's what's so incredible about the Holy spirit. And Jesus tells us that, that he's going to leave us with a comforter and a counselor to guide us and help us. And when we're facing challenges and difficulties in our life like that's what is so good about the holy spirit is that he does bring comfort i can be super stressed out about something and i can specifically remember taking a deep breath after we prayed like it's going to be okay mm-hmm. and there are so many times in my life even now when i think about my teenage kids and i stress out about them and i go on my walk and like i need to continue to leave my hands open and say, God, you love them more than I do, and I'm stressed out about this, but you tell me that you have left me peace and I can exchange my burdens. I can trade them in for your comfort and for your peace. And it is so incredible and it is so amazing and and Jesus never fails, like the Holy Spirit never fails to bring that comfort when we're seeking him with our heart and we're surrendering and it's the most freeing, amazing place. I can remember taking many walks in life and I'm just worked up, you guys. I'm just so worked <laughs> up and then I'm just like, I just, I cry, I release it, I just release it to God and then I'm like a whole new human being Yeah. when I come back home and I'm just like, Jesus just met me and this is what he spoke and he was like, don't you trust me? Don't you know that I love them more than you do? I remember very specifically sitting and rocking in a rocking chair on our front porch one summer and just stressing out about my oldest child. Like the decisions that they're thinking about and they're making I don't agree with and it's putting this pit in my stomach. And I, the Holy Spirit whispered to me, do you trust me? And I was like, oh, do I trust you? Mm-hmm. Like I had to really answer that question. And I was like, I guess I'm not trusting you but i want to trust you and i want to have faith that you you know the outcome and you lo- you do love them more and that's what i tell myself every single time when i'm stressed out about something in our relationship our marriage our careers our work i'm like oh you know you know the outcome and he does like every time he just does and it's just us being obedient and faithful And allowing him the opportunity to show himself and reveal himself to us, just allowing ourselves to experience faith on a day-to-day basis of like, are we putting our trust in and our faith in what we say that we believe every single day? Do we wake up every morning and do we really believe in this God and this faith practice enough every day to say like, you got this, like I can live, like I'm on a tropical island or I'm in paradise, Like we don't have to be so, so burdened. We can give those things to God.
0: So right now, what we want to challenge you to do is think about whatever area in your life is asking you to not be afraid, is asking you to take a step out in faith. And that could be like our situation. Again, we have two teenage kids. That requires faith every single day. Just parenting in general requires faith. But especially when your kids are struggling, that requires an immense amount of faith to believe that there's going to be an outcome that's gonna be okay on the end of it. Maybe it's a health related thing. Maybe it's a career related thing. Maybe it's a relationship that you have going on. Maybe you know this Christmas season, a lot of times, maybe if you lost a loved one this year, the holidays can be so difficult. So sometimes you need faith to just get through that. Some of us are going through crisis of faith even. And so even having faith to get through your crisis of faith and believe that it can be better on the other side. All of us, I think, at all times in our life, are being asked to not be afraid and are being asked to have faith in these scenarios. And like Susie said, you know what it's like when you're when you're struggling with that thing eternally, and then you just share it with a friend or you share it with your spouse, and then you're like, oh, I feel so much better. Yeah. You know, do that with God as well. Just get that off of your chest and know that the response to that will be comfort. Now, it's important to note as we talk about faith that Mary and Joseph specifically, like they didn't give the details. Mm-hmm. They just got kind of this fuzzy, broad picture and we're still asked to not be afraid and we're still asked to have faith and then Jesus and birthing the savior of the world I'm sure far Mm -hmm. exceeded anything that their mind could have ever imagined that whole experience of living with Jesus and seeing him grow up and seeing the miracles and everything that happened I'm sure that wasn't on their mind when the angel came I'm sure it was just this this piece of I this is a fuzzy picture I'm still gonna step forward Mm -hmm. I'm still going to believe that this is true. I'm still going to have faith. And then the final thing that I want to make sure that we understand is oh, that. Yeah, one more thing too. Oh, well then the, the, the next to final thing <laughs> as Susie's going to share. Well,
2: I think it's just really important in, to exercise when you're exercising the, your faith, right? you have to shut down the negative thoughts that come in and one of the verses like sometimes we have to be really strategic and go to the word and think about the word of god there's a verse in second corinthians that talks about um that we have to captivate our thoughts and hold them to the obedience of christ so i want to encourage you guys to capture those negative thoughts that come in so your faith can be exercised um because sometimes you do you have to shut down the negative and the voices that want to say otherwise so that's just a verse that's a tool for you this next week like when things are coming in and you want to have faith and you want to exercise your faith just remember that that verse that talks about the you know captivating your thoughts and saying this is a thought it's not true there's the other verse that talks about in philippians like focus on think on what is true what is right what is pure what is holy admirable, excellent, praiseworthy, think on those things. So exchange your thoughts for pure thoughts from above. That was what I wanted to say as you're exercising your faith because you gotta shut down the negative, so.
0: Yes, now for the final, we're good? Final thought, okay. So the other thing when we're talking about faith, Susie and I are not name it, claim it kind of people. So it's really important to, to understand that no matter how we exercise this faith, no matter how we step forward and Try not to be afraid as we go through life. There's no guarantees of the outcome of whatever that thing is that you may be praying for, whatever that thing is that you may be trying to have faith in. We could have faith all day long for our kids, and they could still make horrible decisions. We could have faith all day long for our health, and we Mm -hmm. could get sick. And so it's important to understand that there's no guarantee that we'll get the outcome that we desire. And why that is or how that is is another conversation for another day. But I do believe there is a guarantee when it comes to faith. And that is when we do choose to step out and have faith and believe in God. That, that comfort,
2: all the comfort, the yeah. comfort will so be good. there.
0: The outcome may or may not but be what we desire, but the comfort will be experienced. Mm-hmm. And when we experience that comfort that the Bible says comes from the Holy Spirit, then there's going to be a sense of peace. So then when you think about that scenario you're dealing with, you're gonna be able to think about it with more peace in your spirit and more mm-hmm. peace in your heart. And when you have comfort and peace, that all leads to wholeness. And so as we continue toward Christmas, we encourage you to have faith in whatever that means for you and whatever scenario that you're dealing with today to just trust God in that scenario and know that there will be comfort on the other side of it. There will be peace on the other side of it. There will be wholeness on the other side of it. And as we think about the birth of Jesus and what happened on Christmas morning, you know, have have faith that that also is true and that also is something that is meaningful culture-changing, world-defining, and beautiful in every way, shape, or form. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Chasing Goodness podcast. Again, that was just the audio file from the Advent experience, and it's not too late to sign up. Just go to the website, and we'll give you access to last week's experience. What you heard today on this podcast is actually coming out this coming week, so you really haven't missed much. So jump on board now and get the full experience and just take this journey with us toward Christmas through The thought and the idea of Advent, which is something I grew up with growing up Catholic. So whether you did or whether you didn't grow up with something like this, I encourage you to just jump on board as we continue to walk toward Christmas and consider different thoughts and ideas that we can contemplate and consider as we think about the birth of jesus again to sign up for that just go to the website at matt which is the same place you can find bring it home the adventure of finding yourself after being lost in religion if you're thinking i'm not into spending any money today you can still go to the website and get the free seven-day devotion called finding faith again which is also all this stuff is right on the front page of the website you can also find me on social media on facebook or instagram and until next time let's Let's keep chasing goodness together.